0: Yes, this morning, we're going to do things a little bit different. Uh, uh, this week is our impact week. So we want to really trust God to, to come and speak to us, to, um, to reveal himself to us, and to reach people. So um, in the, the midst of the circumstances that we are in, we're not going to stop. We're going to trust God to still lead us to, to reach people and to be obedient to him, to do whatever he says. Uh, so, um, so that's what impact week is about. Um, so the, the service will be a little bit different this morning we're going to give feedback on whatever God spoke to us over the weekend um, and we're going to ask if you received words if you were part of the prayer slots I know all of you were so uh, please if you can do it in person rather than me reading it off uh, then that will be uh, actually amazing um, So uh, please, guys, just note that it is going to be a little bit different this morning. Um, Just the announcements quickly. Um, Can we go a little bit back if it's possible? Is it not ticking? Okay, I can uh, maybe just say, so this week on Impact Week, um, uh, just important to note that on Monday night, and on Thursday night. Okay. Um, some people got confused because it's on the um, ad. It's just giving the dates. It's not saying that it's actually Monday and Thursday. So just please note if you want to go with us into the streets. Um, there is some of the guys from the turning that's going to uh, even uh, join us uh, that um, were also expectant of last year. Uh, so uh, we'll be we'll be going onto the streets the 19th of the 21st and the 24th will be street evangelism so we'll get together here at the office just quickly refresh our minds on um, the the training of the turning like last year just on how to do street evangelism um and then we're going to pray together and trust god to uh, to just uh, speak to us before we go into the streets um it's amazing that um, it's 7 30. Okay, 7.30 Yeah, at the church. So please uh, join us if you can. Don't feel condemned if you can't. Okay, we're going to step out. to so those of us that, um, that uh, do feel God is leading us, we just want to be obedient and step out. So if you want to go with us, praise God. Um, and then on Wednesday night, we're going to ask all small groups, um, all the small groups in the church, we're going to... Um, Just be obedient to the little flames that God um, revealed to us last week in the small groups. So uh, please, guys, uh, let's let's trust God to just ignite whatever He started. Okay, the next thing is uh, probably the Bible school. Um, And um, with the Bible school, I just want to say the 3rd of October, we're going to have the new intake of Bible school, 1, 2, and three, third year. Um, So please, if you... Uh, want to register come because the format is going to change a bit this year we want to um, up our game and make sure that discipleship is part of the bible school program so um, so there will be a few changes and we'll be discussing that on the third as well uh, for those who's joining us for the bible school we're very excited we're going to partner with um, Utrecht and uh, the pastors there and we're going to really see something special happening at the bible school this year so i'm i'm very excited um, and I know the pastors on that side as well. We we really trust in God to uh, to get discipleship um, as being part of the intellectual uh, knowledge that we will be gaining with Bible school. But there's a new format. So the first year Bible school. Um, and for those of you that's going to do the second year, good news, we're going to actually bring you onto the new Bible school platform. Um, so uh, so that's going to be a new, a whole new format um, uh um, bible school as well so uh, just make sure to come and join us on the third and don't worry as you can see serena's already <laughs> frowning uh we've we've looked it's going to work it's got um, all the subjects covered that you guys uh, will need to, to complete in second year so uh, so it will be a new new bible school as well so please join us on the um the third uh, we'll be discussing all of those things and um I'm very excited about what God is doing in in that regard. So please guys. And then uh, the Encounter One will start again and um, we are excited. So if anyone of you have not done it, or you know of people that uh, needs to go through Encounter One, please encourage them to do so. That will be after the service, uh, 12.30 on the Sunday, the 4th of October. Okay, so nice full weekend. Um, but uh, please, guys, if, if there's anyone, it will be on both Zoom and or online and um, yeah, at the church. So uh, even if people want to join us online, they're welcome to do so. Uh, just um, let us know. Okay, the offering. Ruth. do do. No, you don't need to, but you can. You can take it off. You
1: Good morning, everyone. Can you all hear me through? Um, I'm just going to read a scripture, and then I'll talk around that. So it's from Jeremiah 9, verse 24. But those who wish to boast should boast in this alone, that they truly know me and understand that I am the Lord who demonstrates unfailing love and who brings justice and righteousness to the earth, and that I delight in these things. I, the Lord, have spoken. Um, A colleague of mine at work has recently come to Faith and um, and it's just been really great to see her, sorry to use this word, journey, Um, but uh, it's also so challenging when somebody comes to Faith new because they really shake you out of your complacency. And um, she texts me on Friday evening and said, I've just read Romans 8. It's fantastic, that right bit <laughs> at the end.
2: <laughs> and um,
1: and I, it was just so exciting to hear that, you know, just somebody reading that for the first time. Mm. And it's so easy for us to get, oh, yeah, well, that's God. That, mm. He would say that, you know? Do you know what I'm mm. trying to say? And, um, and I thought, oh you know, when I boast, you know, when I talk about my faith, am I boasting, but am I boasting in a good way? And it just really challenged me that yes, we can kind of boast, we can glorify the Lord, but we just need to make sure that we do it in a way that's gracious and gentle and points people towards him. And then it also made me realize what he's given us, you know, that's when the world just seems crazy no matter what we can trust in him we can go back to him and um just know that he'll be there for us so uh so yeah. 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 yeah um i'll just pray if um anybody wants to make a cash offering there's a bowl just on the end here in view of covid guidelines we have to kind of do it like that now Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much that we can boast in you, Father. Lord, that we can boast in who you are, Lord God, and all that you've done. Father, help us to do it in a way that's gracious and just points people towards you, Lord God. And Lord, we thank you for all that you've given us, Father. Lord, all that you've done for us. And so Lord, I just thank you for the offerings this week. Just ask that they would be multiplied and used for your glory. Um, Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank
0: you. Okay. Okay. Good news is we prayed for 24 hours. um, (laughs) And... um, I must say, I'm really proud of you guys, um, especially those who stuck through and prayed uh, yeah in the the morning hours. I know we uh, we had a few slots open still, but um ach, it was just amazing to see your partnership in this, and I guess that um, it it did as much to you as it did to me you know just to um, to spend time with god so um so this morning we're going to um to share these words uh, as we promised. Um and uh like I said, it's going to be a little bit different, but um I want to trust that he's going to just stir within us an expectation to uh, to change us. And um, and so if we share this morning, keep in mind uh we're going to after sharing verse, we're going to actually go into a time of prayer and worship again. Unfortunately, those who are doing it online will have to do it in their own quietness. Um and we, um, we trust that you have a, a, a music player there at home as well that you can use. Um, but, um, yeah, just to, to make sure, one thing that I've learned out of COVID, and that God has been speaking to me a lot about, is to, to stop and to wait and not to rush into everything, but um, to slow down and to make sure that we get it. <laughs> Um, to make sure that we actually, the things that he speaks to us about, that we do something about it. Um, And um, so it's very difficult for me always to slow down. Uh, I just want to run with it and, you know, get action plan and let's go for it. But it's strange how God is saying this time, you know, just abide, wait. I'll give you the full picture, but don't move if I don't say move. Um, So that's why we are doing what we are doing this morning. To be slowing down and we're allowing um, just uh, to share with all of you what God has been um, speaking to us collectively. And you'll see there's a thread through it all. I was so blessed to see that God is speaking to all of us the same things. Um, and he's going to bless us with, um, with that over the weekend. So I want to start off with just sharing with you, um, and I'm going to read it uh, because I... I can't do it out of my head, so please, guys, (laughs) you um, will bear with me. On Friday, on on Friday night at the worship, um, the Holy Spirit is moving and is at work. Saw the ground being turned over, like the preparing of soil for planting. Uh, We must be strong and courageous. Um, And we also saw that um, there's a sword, and uh, it's covered with uh, ivy or uh, the vines. And God wants us to uh, to remove the swords almost like Exalibur sword. Um, the sword is his word moving out of the wilderness and leaving Egypt behind a Joshua generation, a generation that will truly see him. And we need to prioritize and press into the holiness of God. No more excuses, but God has established no man can break down. So then uh, we continued on Saturday morning and, um, we started at nine o'clock and the first person um, i think was eduard if i've got it right Mm -hmm. and you and you okay so do you want to actually come please come and share it with us that will be excellent jen (laughs) come on you were very uh, strong you can actually read it yeah if you want to (laughs) you were so brave (laughs) Uh, go for it Uh, um, just turn the page if you
1: okay
3: (laughs) yeah so ed and i prayed at the same time but not um like together um but yeah as <laughs> as it says there, much repentance preceded any prayers today yeah Ed and i just realized like it had just been such a long time since we'd really consecrated so much time just to specifically being in god's presence and praying so we definitely we had to start with just repenting and that was a good place to start um yeah and this is Uh, yeah, it said that he felt God is going to iron out the creases. He had a vision of like a shiny white clothes that he's given us, but there are lots of creases and we need to um, allow God to come and iron out those things. Um, And then, yeah, he see also got James one, which and God, and he said felt that God was saying that he wants us to persevere to walk humbly um, by faith with confidence um, and ridding ourselves of anger and worldly lusts like in verse 26 it mentions about um, the love of power and money and pleasure But to walk in the spirit and um, so just a ca- encouragement to just keep going um, but to do it you know in the right way um, and then I got a vision of a door and I felt God was telling me that, you know, the doors that he has opened, no man can shut. Um, and it actually reminded me of this vision which I got when we started the first round of Alpha. He'd given me exactly the same vision of this door. And and God just promising that, you know, those open doors that he's made, like, into people's hearts and their salvation. Um, yeah, nothing can come and close that. Not even our lack of faith or our discouragement He's saying yeah i felt that he was saying as i said here we do not need to reinvent the wheel we don't need to feel like we're starting all over again and from nothing because it's been a difficult time obviously and it might feel like stuff has come to a stop and now we have to start all over again but it's not true you know god has laid a foundation there are so many people who've come before us even you know through the centuries who've prayed and just to remember that that um yeah we're not starting from here we're starting from here and um just to remember those promises remember everything god has already done all his faithfulness and just to keep keep going don't feel like we need to go back and start again um yeah the wells are already there i was reminded again of those wells of salvation that might be for whatever reason feel like they're blocked up but god will be faithful and we just need to pray into those and he will open those up he'll keep the doors open he'll open up the wells um, yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah.
4: Amen. Amen. I was next. Yeah. yeah, go for it. Go for it. Ready. Thanks, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Uh, so it was very amazing. Um, so the first thing I think, um, having been able to be here on Friday and also to sort of just taking from where Jen and Ed had left their notes. Um, I also felt in the same way to really cleanse our hands and purify our hearts. Um, just felt the God, felt the Lord say that you know there's a place that we need to move into with Him, where we are very diligent in, um, yeah, the own condition of our hearts and whether or not we are in right standing with Him. Um, and the first, the first thing that I read. Um, was from ezra 9 which says the hand of the lord is upon all those for good who seek him but his power and his wrath are against all those who forsake him and and i was just it was just a confirmation again of the the beauty of who god is for me um well not for me but like i just mean when i was reading it i just felt like yeah god is really committed to those who love him to those who seek his face he's very much like a God who will do good for us, you know, because we're seeking him. Um, But also to understand, especially in the current climate and the world that we live in, that we have to choose sides um, because this this second part of the scripture was just so beautiful. But his power and his wrath are against all those who forsake him. And so we have to be very diligent with that. Um, And uh, yeah, just to also uh, cleanse ourselves and, and be sure of, Um, being rid of idols in our in our lives Um, but the beautiful thing at the end of it or part of all of this even though it felt like I was I was experiencing in the quiet time a lot of like harsh stuff um, in terms of me I also just felt God saying we got to just praise him we just have to be lifting up our voices now as a as a church that is also had it also has amongst all the other mandates I really believe this church has a mandate of praise and worship over it as well mm-hmm. and uh, and it's not and I don't mean it as a the team up here is got the mandate only I mean it as like God really wants to do amazing things through us as a mm-hmm. as a church who praises him and worships him mm-hmm. and I really was drawn to the same psalm that I read this morning was psalm 150. And I want to add to that, um, I didn't add it in the notes, but 145 was also another beautiful psalm that I'd read in that time. And it was just such an incredible moment of realizing like, yeah, through everything, we will be known as a church that praises and worships him. And that that praise and that worship, that joy, that obedience to him in that way is also what's going to break down walls and break down, um, open up the floodgates for us, so. So, yeah, just that everything we have, let us praise Him with it. Yeah.
2: Good morning. Hello. How's
5: everybody? Good, good, thanks. Um, so, I just uh, felt when I started praying, the Lord reminding us that we've got a mandate to be a house of prayer and a prophetic church. And I think sometimes when you look in the natural, we just think, God, how on earth is that going to work out? Like how, 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 <laughs> and um, yeah, I actually just repented of, of my unbelief and, and our unbelief as a church, just to see how God's ever actually going to get us there. Um, I think sometimes we pray things and, but we don't actually expect God to answer them. And so, yeah, that's, I just repented around that. Um, and um, one of the things I'll just say in terms of the prophetic church, I, I've just been so encouraged recently um, in reading some of the the Old Testament prophets and just how the prophetic voice always comes after a time of calamity. I don't know why that is, but it seems to be that God always speaks after this time of calamity. So I'm really just praying that God will really just raise up our our prophetic voice as a church um, during and and after this calamity that we seem to have endured. Um, I prayed a little bit around um, just that we would have the the heart of the Acts church, Just where we see people devoting themselves to teaching and fellowship and breaking of bread and prayer. And there was a couple of pieces that I just pulled out there just around um, from Acts 1, 6 to 8, where it says, So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? And he said to them, it is not for you to know the times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And that was just around us in terms of um, the seasons that we've been through as a church. Um, it's not for us to, to question why and how, for how long, and, and you know all these kind of things, but really just to trust God and his authority that he's fixed all these things for our benefit as a church. Um, and then lastly, um, I think it was lastly, uh, second lastly, um, Acts 3, where it says uh, Peter was walking along when that uh, the beggar approached him and was asking, you know, trying to get his attention. And Peter thought that he was asking for money, but he actually wasn't. And he says, I have no silver and gold, but what I do have to give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Nazareth rise up and walk. And just to say that really, we we are already equipped because of who Jesus is on the cross. We don't feel like we have to do a course on The seven seven steps to become a better Christian, or whatever the case is. Just recognizing who we are in Christ. And then lastly, I just prayed about the purity of the bride and the holiness of the bride. Um, Yeah, that may be a holy people dedicated to the Lord. Yeah, I don't know who's next. Oh, Melania, you were next after me.
6: Okay. Yeah. Um, good morning, everyone. <laughs> good morning. Yeah. I just, um, I just felt um, to repent um, of my lack. And then I thought maybe our lack of our faith sometimes that God can truly change the world and the UK and our neighborhood. Um, he has the power. He has the authority. I repented of my impatience of not seeing big changes and then sometimes gets frustrated um, to trust God for the little flames. So I'm just that kind of person, and I, I just had to repent while I was praying that I always want to see, a, you know, immediate change or a big change. And for me, sometimes that is... Um, so I, I just thought maybe there's some other people also struggling with that. And we need to repent from that, because God really wants to just use the little flames that we have in our hands. And that's why I said there also God knows what he's doing. He just We just need to be obedient in the things he put in our hands. Um, and on our path and because he sees the bigger picture. Um, He's the Almighty God and the Prince of Peace and the Everlasting Father according to Isaiah 9 verse 6. Um, And it says there, For us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. Mm -hmm. So we don't don't need to do it by our, our strength and sometimes we don't see it, but God is in control. He is truly the Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God. Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So we just need to trust him. And I think that links to what um, Sophiso said and prayed. Um, is that um, if we just proclaim his name and make his name just high above all other names because he is worthy. He is the almighty God. He can do it. We just need to trust him. Um, yeah, and I also just felt that we need to believe like a child. I see that every day in my work where I work is that they just so easily trust you and they so easily just believe what you say and we need to trust and believe our heavenly father with our minds with our hearts and our souls because um that scripture that says if if i have told you earthly things and you do not believe how can i believe how can you believe if i tell you heavenly things Mm -hmm. so we just need to stop and believe that yeah just believe like a child and um yeah i just see that every day they believe it so easily so let us trust god our heavenly father because he is our father and then um <laughs> That was a little bit of a, I I exposed myself there. Um, I'm very unfit at the moment. And every time, every time I jog, I need to speak out loud to myself and say, you can do this, Milani. Um, So, yeah, I I just saw that picture and I was reminded that God wants us to tune into him, spend time with with him to hear his voice. As I speak loudly to myself every day when I jog, I say, you can do this. Um, God wants to speak loudly to us, but he can't speak to us loudly and we can't hear his voice if we don't tune into him and we don't spend time with him. So he wants us to run with endurance and complete the race that we've started. Now is not the time to quit. We need to push through. Um, I think in this time, especially in lockdown time, there was times that I felt like, sure, 2020 was such a big year of trusting God for big things for the church, big things to happen. Um, things to be launched and everything. And now all of, you know, this is happening. And I was a little bit disappointed. And I said to Lord, you know what? I just want to give up because I don't know how we're going to do this with this social distancing and masks and all these things. I even said to Ed, the first time that we came here for church I said I can do I can't do this I just want to keep I just want to take my mask off i can't if somebody can't see my mouth and my smile I can't do this and um, and God was just saying to me now is not the time to quit we need to push Amen. through Amen. Um, he wants us he wants to give us living water so that we can run and never get thirsty oh. um, and endurance produces character and character produces hope Romans 5 verse four
7: okay um i had the same sort of repentance that christy and milani had um that like before we started praying that we need to repent that we don't believe that god's actually going to do it because it does get a bit discouraging if we keep on praying and don't see the results but um just the fact that he's causing us to repent of it means that i feel like he he is like well give me your faith and i will be faithful with it um side note okay (laughs)
4: Sorry. side note. It's a note.
2: <laughs> it's a note I'm just adding
4: here.
7: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, why did he say that? But now I click, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so while I was uh, praying and worshipping, I got the picture of. um sort of stones starting to rumble and move. Um, and then that scripture came, uh, 1 Peter 2, verse 5 to 9. Uh, I hope I put it in. I think I did. That, So I pray that we receive God's mercy, that we be, will be a holy priesthood called to those that are in darkness. So I called out those that are in darkness into the light. So God gives you a word, and then you speak it prophetically, like we do an intercession. So like, God, this is the picture. Okay, we're going to prophetically do it. So that's what I did. I called the people that are in darkness into the light. I prayed for the last sheep and the silver coin to be found. I named the things we are trusting God for and declare that we will not be put to shame. So that was sort of on a personal, on a church, on a government level. So I'm just going to quickly read it because I thought it was such a powerful scripture, if that's okay. Yeah. You also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For in scripture it says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone. That's Jesus. And the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. So that's where the trust comes in, that we will never be put to shame. Um but you are chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special position, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Um, Yeah, and just that thought of like everything we have is mercy in any case, like everything that God gives us, like where we are now, it's all mercy. And to just pray for god's mercy like we can't earn it we can't produce it we we just receive god's gifts that Mm. jesus has bought for us basically Mm. um and then i got the picture of the sword on friday night so then i did the prophetic thing for to match that um in the spirit i took up the sword of god from its hiding place and went out of the cave because i saw it in the cave and then serena also spoke of going out of the cave on Friday, that was a confirmation, and then wielded it. So I basically declared scripture over us, me and Malcolm, Shelf London, Bride of Christ, the government and our country. And that was amazing. Amen. Just like 10 minutes of solid, all the scriptures that I know Amen. over us, just speaking it and thanking God for that. That was amazing. Prayed the blessing of Abram over us, Genesis 12, verse 2 to
8: 4.
7: Because it says God's word doesn't return to him void. So. Uh, pray for more pillars in the church to help, help carry the load. Uh, Prophesy the words of the song Embers by Carrie Jo. Uh, let the embers be fan into flames and let God breathes over our embers to do it. That I just like that single she literally released that single i think it was friday um so i thought it was so amazing that god speaking the same to everyone like yeah. to americans you know american bride of christ and to us and that it was like such a time to just confirm that um and i felt like a wind coming over us it was actually really really cool i felt like a spiritual wind just coming over us like like a wave um because it also says god breathe 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 over us give us your light you know to to light up those embers
0: okay thanks Malisha.
9: (laughs) that's
0: so blessed um so four o'clock was there anyone at four let me just quickly um Okay, can you maybe share, because I'm going to get back to the two o'clock one later on. Uh, Thanks, Ruth. (laughs)
8: Uh, Let's let's turn there. Yeah, lovely. Thank you. Um,
1: It was really weird. Yesterday morning when I woke up, I kept hearing the word harvest really clearly and um and spent a little bit of time praying and then i just had a picture of workers in a vineyard just taking the grapes off the vine and they were all saying to each other this is amazing we never expected to have a harvest like this given you know all the conditions you know leading up to the time that they would harvest and um this is the honest truth i was then having breakfast turned on bbc news and there was a report from a vineyard in france yeah. and the guy who owned the vineyard was saying he said uh, you know despite the current situation um i have had the best harvest this year that i've yeah. ever had wow. so really? it's like Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so that's just a little bit of background yeah. um so anyway then started praying and um just was led to the verse in galatians 6 verse 9 where it says so let's not get tired of doing what is good and at just the right time we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up Mm. and um then probably like everybody else i really felt to repent because um you know i have struggled with unbelief through this time and uh you know it's been difficult for all of us work's been very difficult all the things that we would naturally do were taken away from us and that goes against the grain as a healthcare professional you know couldn't do clinics you know and you just felt we were letting people down so badly and um and every day I pray for Sarah Gilbert. She's the lady who's leading the um, vaccine trial at Oxford. It's like, come on Sarah, because she's a, <laughs> she's, um, she's a great, I love when I see her interviewed, because you know what journalists are like, they'll sort of try and get an angle or try and wind her up and she's very calm, you know, knows exactly what she's doing and she sticks to her guns and this is her focus and she's not shifting from it. And, um, you know, I'm sure that, that team will do it and um I thought well if she's you know the pressure that she must be under and she's still keeping her vision and I thought well I'll fail miserably at that and um you know I have been moany and groany and all of those things and uh, just fed up with this and blah blah blah. and then I was led to Romans 12 and um read it and thought oh my goodness I fall so short of that just Mm -hmm. of all the attitudes that are in it and um you know how how as a christian i should be giving that witness Mm -hmm. and um to me it felt like it's almost like our job description um like from now on of how we should go about things Mm -hmm. and um the couple of verses struck me um well definitely obviously that we all have a part to play that was in verse four and I think that's was it, a bit to say we're one body, but with many parts, mm-hmm. and which I know this is all very well known, but it just really struck me again yesterday, mm-hmm. and then verse seven, where it says to serve well um and then verse eight where it says to show kindness gladly you know? so I uh, was very challenged by that uh so yes, I was encouraged, and then last night I watched um true confession time here um pastor barbie on tbn i don't know if you ever watch him but he was on fire last night and he was almost confirming or like a lot of what everyone has said already is yes it's been a difficult time um but we have just got to stick at it and we have no and that after times of great difficulty really good things happen so he was talking about like the second world war and then you know how there was prosperity and Eventually, after that, and after times of great difficulty, mm. there is always time of great blessing. And he's just saying, We've just got to hang in there because it is going to be amazing. Mm.
4: Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: So I don't know who's next. Mm. I just want
6: to say it's Thank you, Malisha. you the microphone. Yeah, yeah, I don't know
1: who's next. Who was next?
10: Yeah. next
7: five o'clock.
0: Maybe not here. Maybe
7: not online. Uh Linda and Alexa, I think that you saw. Oh yes, oh, it
0: was yeah, that Alex. was probably them, eh? Um so let me quickly just read it. It's six o'clock, eh? You you went on to until six five. o five o'clock. Okay. Let's just
2: quickly um, it was Alex.
7: Yeah.
2: Hey,
0: let me just quickly read it um Alex and um leonard uh, did the, the following slots i feel god is saying prayed for those close to us our sisters fathers mothers close friends who are not yet saved that we would be able to share god's love for them and be able to impact them in a profound way and lead them to god i prayed for our own internal holiness that with it, we can really influence those around us i felt god was saying that this um, that it's time for our hearts to be broken for what breaks his heart that we would not be able to walk past suffering coldly that our hearts would be broken for suffering around us and we would have love for our brothers and sisters out there i felt god reminding us of a horror and suffering of jesus If he was able to die for all of our sins, why are we so often not able to offer so much grace and love for those who sin against us? Here I was reminded of the scripture of the person who owed king taxes or some money, and the king was able to forgive that debt as the person begged for it. Yet that same person did not forgive those who owed him. We need to carefully examine ourselves. Our homes should reflect the love of Christ, or do they? I prayed for the men of our church, that they would be leading their family spiritually, leading by example, and that they would become the husbands and fathers that Christ intended them to be. I felt God was reminding me of whether or not we are truly rooted in him. I was reminded of the scripture in Matthew where Jesus was speaking of the parable of the seeds falling on all sorts of grounds. Um, Are the seeds, the messages we read in the Bible or here in church, are they falling on good ground and transforming us within to be truly transformed? We need to have God in our lives and it is most important relationship we have, but I was confronted with the fact that we do not really uh, dedicate enough time to ensuring that the relationship with God flourishes and is the best that it can be. Out of our love for God, our relationship with others, and our love for those around us will grow. I felt God saying that little flames can also refer to our hearts. It is our duty to ensure that those little flames turn into true fire, that we may be on fire in a positive sense, so excited for God and for those around us. Uh, I also felt God reminding us that whenever we give, whether to the church or at um, time, love, encouragement to others, he's always able to multiply it. I was reminded of Jesus multiplying bread and fish in exactly the same way he's able to multiply the goodness that we offer to those around us. It's a confirmation of the little mm-hmm. flames that we've been speaking so much about, um, really. That God has given us things to multiply. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Beautiful. Then um, I think this is Leonard, probably. Then the, the second slot, I don't know, but I, I, I think it's six o'clock. I feel God is saying, "The Lord directed me to the Book of Haggai. Just like in the time of Haggai, the people knew that God will uh, God's will needed to be done, and they had to be obedient. It's just the time that people do not like. First, people want to be established they want to be full and satisfied maybe have a house create a family have money then god will come in to the picture god showed me very clearly that he wants to direct the timing mm. thus speaks the lord of hosts um i assume this is out of haggai's name mm. yeah probably uh verse two of, I don't know which chapter, but it's definitely out of in. Mm. Thus speak the Lord for hosts. This uh, people says, the time has not come, the time that the Lord's house should be built. then the word of the Lord came by Haggai, the prophet saying, it is time for your, uh, for you yourself to dwell in your panelled houses and this um, the prophet sa- uh, sorry, and this temple to lie in ruins. Now therefore, thus is the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. You have sown much and bring in little, yet eat, but do not have enough. You drink, but you are not filled with drink. You clothe yourself, but not one is warm. And who earns wages, earns wages to put into a bag with holes. Thus is the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Go up to the mountain and bring wood and build the temple that I may take pleasure in it and glory be glorified, says the Lord. You look for much, but indeed it came to little. And when you brought it home, I blew it away. Why, says the Lord of hosts, because of my house that is in ruins? While everyone of you runs to his own house, they showed me very clearly that the priorities of the people in the church need to be reconsidered. God says to us and has been saying to us for a very long time to um, his people, consider your ways. God does not accept partiality or um, uh compromise or to be put on hold then i got the following scriptures exodus 34 verse 14 for you shall worship no other god for the lord whose name is jealous is a jealous god mark 7 7 they worship me in vain their teachings are merely human rules you have let go of the commands of god and are holding on to human traditions john 14 15 If you love me, keep my commandments. James 4, verse 13 to 17. Now listen, you say today or tomorrow, we will go to um, this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why do you not even know what will happen tomorrow? What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, your boast in your arrogant schemes, all such boasting is evil. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin. It is sin for them. God showed me that the obedience is the highest form of worship. No song or other outward appearance will ever match this. This showed me again that character is built on our knees and in our everyday life. Um, uh, though worship singing is important obedience must uh, form the basis god showed me that there is no middle ground with him i got reminded of the highway it's very dangerous to be in the middle you are either full committed or are not at all god is jealous god and does not accept to share his throne with other self-made gods very powerful word Um, And it's a lot of confirmation, even on what we received at intercession on Monday night as well. Um, It's a challenging one, but it's a a very good one. Okay, just stand up and just quickly um, say to the person next to you, uh, I am bright and beautiful and love God and love you. And I love uh, the sunshine outside. Uh, Just stretch yourselves. Now there's a lot of words, so we're going to... uh, we're going to uh, see it through.
2: Um,
0: luckily, um, the more it went into the night, it got um, shorter, so. Um, <laughs> uh, no, it's amazing, guys. These words are really powerful. I, I must say, I'm so blessed. Thanks so much. Um, okay, if you are strong again, then we'll go on with the Saturday nine o'clock. Um, can you guys remember who did that? Um, I unfortunately don't have the list. Okay, if it's not one of you, then I'm going to quickly read it. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it was, it was actually, Nina, you're right. Um, I feel God is emphasizing the practical outflow of a relationship with Him. Two main passages of Scripture were important, James and Nehemiah. Nehemiah 1, 2, and 3. In Nehemiah 1, God showed, shows Nehemiah the state of Jerusalem. It's time to earnestly as ask God, about the state of the church and the city. For the church, Nehemiah's prayer in one, chapter 1, verse 5 to 11. And I said, O Lord God of heaven, the great and awesome God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments, let your ear be attentive and your eyes open to hear the prayer of your servant. That I now pray before you day and night for the people of Israel, your servants, confessing the sins of the people of Israel. Um, Just over and over again, you know, just um, repentance is so important, guys, in these days. Uh, We must really, even today, as we um, enter God's presence, just um, trust that he will convict us, which we have sinned against you. Even I and my father's house have sinned. We have acted very corruptly against you and have not kept the commandments, the statutes and the rules that come on that you commanded your servant uh, Moses. Remember the word that you commanded your servant Moses saying, if you are unfaithful, and I'll get back to, um, to Moses um, later on. If you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the peoples. But if you return to me and keep my commandments and do them, though your outcasts are in the uttermost parts of heaven, from there I will gather them and bring them to the place that I have chosen to make my name dwell there. They are your servants and your people whom you have redeemed by your great power and by your strong hand. O Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and to the prayer of your servants who delight to fear your name and give success to your servant today and grant him mercy in the sight of this man. We need to pray urgently and fervently until God shows us what he wants to fix and um, then earnestly work on fixing that. Uh, Israelites rebuilt the wall of Jerusalem in record, record time because they each knew their task and what God expected. Therefore God could not do the miracle of completing it in record time with very f- or He could uh, do the miracle of completing it in record time with very few laborers. Not only that, each tribe knew exactly where they fitted in and they weren't jealous of each other's roles. We need to stand strong in the global church and realize that Wimbledon the UK will not be saved by chauffeur alone. We need to ask God which section of our own wall we need to repair first, but then ask which section of the community wall we need to repair. And trust and seek those who will partner with us in repairing the rest. Amen. Next before... Uh, Next. Before Nehemiah spoke to uh, anyone else about the plans of God, he first went and almost secretly inspected Jerusalem and the walls. This is not because he was ashamed or trying to deceive anyone. I think he wanted to get the correct strategy, whether the ball was thrown or not. Sometimes, instead of proclaiming and claiming, we need to take some time to identify where God exactly wants us to do this. We also need to pray for each other and especially our leaders so that they can find favor in the eyes of the kings. I mean, in the boroughs and ask the extravagant things from them that God wants to do. Amen. The second part of the practical um, nature of God is James. James 1 verse 19 to 27 and 14 to 26. Uh, Faith works um, without works is dead. We focus a lot on the perfect prayers imperfect sermons, that we forget to take note of the orphans and widows. Orphans and widows will not go away after just one meal, but will remain hungry and need of support. Easy and convenient handouts need to uh, transform into sustainable support. James 2, it's easier discipling, forming relationship with those who we can relate to. I needed to repent of this as well as it's difficult moving outside of comfort zones however we are warned against this behavior looking past the uh, use of the word poor and rich replace these words with old or young married single parent, childless and i even want to go as far as to say christian or non-believer uh, james 1 verse 4 what causes quarrels and what causes fights among you is not this that your passions are at war within you your desire and and do not have so you murder you covet and cannot obtain so you fight and quarrel you do not have because you do not ask you ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend on your passions your adulterous people do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with god uh, therefore whoever wishes to be the friend of the world makes himself an enemy of god we ask because it is where we want to go? Agreeing with Nehemiah's statement above, we need to ask God whether we should be going, what we should be doing, and whether this is our task. We are quick to quote um, the you. Do not have because you do not ask, but we forget that asking should be in line with God's plan or purpose. Oh. A mouthful. Oh. Are you strong? Yeah. Okay, this is good stuff. And Nina, okay, and then uh, at eleven o'clock on Saturday evening, yeah, Chris, you come.
5: Yeah.
0: I'm so glad my <laughs> voice gets a rest. Yeah.
5: <laughs> um. Yeah, I just heard the Lord saying that He's the one who makes rivers flow um, in the desert, and then I just saw a little picture of a, of a deer standing by the stream, and I was reminded of this verse. As a dear pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. And then, um, yeah, I just prayed a little bit around um, praying for God to return what the locusts have stolen over the years. Mm. Um, Yeah, I'm sure we can look around at some of the desolation that has happened. Um, And, yeah, we can pray for a multitude in return from God because of what the locusts have stolen. And then I was reminded of um, Isaiah 55, where it says, Come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And he who has no money, come buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for what is not bread and for your labor that does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me and eat what is good and delight yourself in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me. Hear that your soul may live. And I will be with you in everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. Behold, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and a commander for the peoples. Behold, you shall call a nation that you do not know and a nation that you did not know shall run to you because of your Lord, because of the Lord your God and of the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. And I was just reminded again, just around, yeah, just around coming to the living waters. We just need to come to him but not only that, you know, and if we would remain and abide in him, we can ask anything of the Lord. We can ask for nations, and he will give that to us. Um, and then I was um, clearly got sidetracked a little bit here. A side note. Um, where I just prayed, stamp out the yeast, Lord. And that was just around the analogy that you only need a little bit of yeast for the whole bread um, loaf to rise. And that's just around, um, yeah, sometimes, yeah, even if we just give a little bit of, like a foothold to sin in our lives. Um, And then, you know, teach others to do the same, you know, because we can sometimes look around and think, oh, so-and-so does that. Therefore I can do it. You know, and if we teach others to do the same, it it can absolutely rip wildfire um, through a church, through a body, through anything. Um, And so I just prayed for God to stamp out any yeast in us and, and therefore then go on to pursue holiness in our lives and teach others to do the same. And then I spent a bit of time just waiting on the Lord and just, you know, praying over those words from the Revelation where, you know, the angels are in awe of, of standing before God where they speak, holy, 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 worthy, worthy, worthy. And I heard, just heard God again saying, what God establishes, so he establishes. Nobody can take down. And then I just saw a picture of beautiful, soft rain as God was just nourishing his people, um, just falling beautifully and softly. I think it's you,
4: Malcolm next
0: the brave yeah.
10: to start the new day <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> so the um i've got two pictures when i was praying for the church and us as believers and little flames um it's actually the first one is on the second page actually but I'll, that's what i want to start with um so what I saw was a globe that's completely dark and then like a vertical beam of light that comes off, but it's not very bright. You can only just faintly uh, make it out. But then over time, slowly at first, more of them appear until like they're all completely over the globe and it's completely alight and shining brightly. Um, and then, that, so that was kind of at the beginning of praying for the, the church and Little flames. And then towards the end, I got a picture of like if of well flames themselves like in a candle you can have like a small little flame or if you have it on let's say a piece of wood by itself it can just be the small little flame and it just stays at the same size it doesn't really grow because it's a, there might be a lot of fuel but there's just the one little flame but as more flames come you don't just have a whole lot of little flames on the on the let's say the log you the whole log will get completely encompassed by fire so the flames fuel each other, like as they come together, they create something more, they create something bigger. You can't discern that there's all these little flames. You just see the, the, the fire. Um, so for that, I just pray that as we do come together in unity, that that's what will happen, that we will plan each other's like flames. Um, and then when I was praying for the UK, I just got like this word of uncorrupted Christianity where I know in history and even now like a lot of christianity is marred by this what i feel is corruption that presents Mm -hmm. this false image to unbelievers about Mm -hmm. what christianity is so i just pray that the uk will be known for an uncorrupted christianity Mm -hmm. now not the past where the other things that they've been known for so you know i just pray against any greed desire for power super like superiority or hatred and the one thing that i feel connected the two a little bit was um with this uncorrupted Christianity that again you don't see the individual flames, you don't see people trying to make themselves bigger, you just see the fire, you just see the outcome of this Christianity. Right, so that's it.
8: Amen. Right,
0: so uh, Elizabeth. No, eh? hey,
9: mine is going to be like short and sweet because um, I, I find it difficult to um, really elaborate too much on, on this but um, I was thinking about this uh, scripture Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 to 7 and it's on the contemporary version normally um, I'm, I'm normally learning through the um, NIV and
2: mm.
9: um, so it's, but somehow when I was thinking that I was really thinking about the scripture more than couple of days now so i'm just going to read it to you so it says don't worry about anything but pray about everything with thankful hearts offer up your prayers and requests to god then because you belong to to christ jesus god will bless you with peace that no one can with peace that no one can completely understand and the peace will control the way you think and feel mm. so for me i i just i i was really thinking about the scripture not consciously but just something it it just kept popping up during the week and normally like i said i don't read in this version this um uh, the contemporary version but somehow that's how i was how i was saying the scripture to myself so i was, I was thinking normally i'm an iv but let me just just t- so i typed in google like how i normally was thinking it and it somehow maybe the the amount of sermons i've listened on youtube somehow it's just that's how i normally see the scripture so that was great so i just i just felt like um that you know for me recently i don't know if it's for, for anyone else but um like just really like getting to the presence of god and i just feel like the scripture was just confirming that we need to get back to that. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to read what it says at the bottom. It says, "I feel God is saying that um, that our fleshy things are getting in the way in spending time with the Lord. God is calling us back to Him and asking us to put Him first. um So I just feel like um, going to what was said in the um, planted. I just feel like it. I think <coughs> I think it's it's just a, a mandate right now mm-hmm. that we need to get back to just doing the basics, like worshiping and praying and, and um, like what you said in just the last piece where it says, and the peace will control the way you think and feel. So Mm. that's really important. Also, I just had this dream. um, um, So I couldn't really like get it accurately, but there was a dream was about me me being my corner shop and, and the corner shop turning into like, like, you know, like a church, like what something like here, but somehow being changed or transformed. And it, the church there was like, it looked like it was empty, but there was an altar. So there was like a big massive Bible like here, massive Bible like here. And uh, and there was an altar here and there was uh, chairs like this, but it was empty. So I tried to go and Google as you do and try to sort of try to get some type of, meaning and the places i could get where it says um dream dream about church altar so i'm just going to read what it, hopefully i'm not sure if it means anything but i'm sure you'll let me know <laughs> if it does mean anything and so it says to see or to be at the church altar is the dream shows that you are eagerly seeking help from the divine and having a strong desire for spiritual fulfillment you are willing to give all of your faith you're willing to give all all of you to your faith yeah so i don't know if that means anything to anyone um but yeah i was it was very um i dreamed that i can still remember so sometimes when i dream after two days i forget i can't even recall what i dreamt about But i felt like this one was very recent and and i just felt is it for you know the body or the you know the body or is it for me personally? But I believe it was very unusual for me, but I, I guess I thought I should share it with everyone. Amen. Okay. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you.
0: That's mm-hmm. powerful. Mm-hmm. Very powerful. Um, okay, then uh, it's four o'clock. Uh can you guys remember? Yeah. Oh Serena.
8: Yeah, yeah. Oh, you've been strong, well done. Yeah. <laughs> well strong.
4: <laughs>
8: my kids, kids train me well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, God has been speaking to me a lot, even before lockdown, about um, the first 10 chapters of Joshua, as most people know with intercession that I've been getting... Be strong and courageous, be bold and courageous. And um, when God did stuff um, with the people, um, with Joshua, and then he, before he did it, like he would say to them, be be strong and courageous. Before they crossed the river, he told them to be strong and courageous. Before they took Jericho, he told them to be strong and courageous. Before they took the land, he told them to be strong and courageous. And I just feel like God is telling us to be strong and courageous because, um, yeah. uh, with yes. I don't know if something big is going to happen or, or what but that's what he's telling us. <laughs> um, and he also wants to focus on um, Oh yeah, it's in Joshua 1.9 it says have I not commanded you be strong and courageous do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord the God is with you wherever you go and yeah I just feel like he wants to focus on what he has given us to do he knows what we need to do and it's not new to us, and we just need to be faithful. We 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 just need to like. I just think we need to repent sometimes of unfaithfulness, mm. and just be strong in our faith and just step up. Um, when the priests crossed the river, they didn't first um, think about it. They just stepped into that river that was coming at full flood. It wasn't a little trickle. It was a full flooded river, and they and as their feet touched the water, it stopped. And I just feel like. God is saying, we're dipping our toe in the water and taking it out. We're dipping our toe in and taking it out. And we need to stand firm in that water. Otherwise, it's not going to stop. And, um, yeah, I just feel like um, we've developed a bit of a desert mentality. And God wants us to wash Egypt's dust of our feet, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> we need to change our mindset from being an immigrant or a refugee <laughs> in the land to being oh, a settler yeah. that takes control, because the land is ours and the God has given it to us. Oh, we need right. to stop taking. Uh, we need to take ownership and stop being dub- double-minded. Uh, we need to leave Egypt behind. There's nothing good for you there, it's time to come out of the desert. And I also just feel, um, yeah. Yeah, like with the cave, I saw that on Friday night that we're sitting, we're cowering in the cave, and we need to come out. You need just God's calling us out. We need to come out and just go. And yeah, and I also feel like it's very important for us to know the word because it's a weapon, and we need to wield it. And then in Hebrews 4:12 it says, "For the word of the God is living and active, but sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions." of the heart, so I just feel uh, that it's, it's important, <laughs> and then, yeah, God also spoke to me about Corinthians 12, uh, up to 27, oh, I don't know where it was, oh, sorry, no, that's, is that it? Okay, oh, that's where he talks about where the hand mustn't do what the foot is doing, and the foot mm-hmm. can't do that, because it just won't work, and, um, and I just feel like God is saying that everybody has a place and a purpose and it's time now for you to step into your place because you're kind of hindering it by not doing that. And some mm-hmm. people don't want to do what they've been called to do because they don't think it's special enough, but that's not true. Everybody is special mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and has a place and mm-hmm. they just, they need to just accept that and do it because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, <laughs> um, Yeah. And then, yeah, I just feel like God is saying we must seek him in everything we do, we must seek him continuously and never, ever stop seeking him. And then he's reminding us to remain in him, um, as I will also remain in you. And yeah, he's just talking about bearing fruit. No branch can bear fruit by itself and we must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me, because I am the vine, you are the branches. And if you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. And apart from me, you can do nothing. Zerina! Mm. Yeah, not Amen, prophet. <laughs> <Amen. Amen>. <laughs> so
4: Bold. Yeah. Bold and
0: courageous woman of God. Yeah, that's
4: amazing.
0: No, uh, thank you it so is, much. This was Mel. Okay, yeah, that'll and be me. good if you and can me read it. <laughs>
4: Yeah, just to quickly a uh, sidebar. So Serena is in our small group, and uh, I'm very proud of her because uh, Serena's the prophetess in the small group, and she has shared so beautifully this morning. So yes, Serena, yes, yes. Um, amen. So this is Mel, this is my wife. Um, just saying, confirming the word from previous session. Apart from God, we can do nothing, but we can do all things through Him. Amen. John 14, verse 4 to 5, Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Philippians 4, verse 13, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. We can build his church and trust in him for breakthrough. Trust him for Wimbledon, Merton, London, the UK. The whole gospel to the whole world, but we cannot do it apart from him. Psalm 127 verse 1. Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Amen. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. Amen. Amen. The Lord is building his church. We have the privilege of being part of it. Mm. John fourteen fifteen. If you love me you will keep my commandments, confirmation from, from Leonard's one as well, amen. Repent uh, repented of times I put my own desires needs once above God's commandments. Isaiah fifty five, eight to nine. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Exodus 33, verse 13. Now, therefore, if I have found favor in your sight, please show me now your ways, that I may know you in order to find favor in your sight. Consider, too, that this nation is your people. Mm. Make me to know your ways, Psalm 25, verse 4. O Lord, teach me your paths. Praying that God shows us even just a glimpse of his ways and his plans for this nation and this church john ten twenty seven. my sheep hear my voice and i know them and then they follow me declared that we are god's sheep that we hear his voice and follow his leading in building his church amen
8: okay
0: um there's two people right at six i think um this is the first one. Uh, I think it's Frida if I remember correct. Um, during prayer time this morning, as the body of Christ, we need to repent of a slack, lazy attitude toward prayer and worship and certain scripture, our selfish motives, uh, when serving our Lord, our disobedience at his call, And I can actually follow Yeah, <laughs> We plead for... Pure hearts, mm. pure motives of serving our Father in spirit and in truth. A fresh anointing and energy to lift up the cross of Jesus and follow him into battle to march forth until the walls come down and his kingdom come. Mm. And then um, the second slot was actually Margot, and I just want to maybe mention this. She prayed through the Lord's Prayer and commented on that. Unfortunately she's um, she doesn't have a lot of coverage there where she is um, for holiday but she left a message as well and just said as she was walking to the beach this morning at six um, she had to go through a lot of bushes and dark places and it was still very dark um, at six and it was she could see the stars here and there as she went through um, the forest And she just felt the Lord speaking to her because she was quite afraid as well. And she said um, there was times that we as a church even went through a lot of darkness and difficult times and places where we didn't really know where we were. Um, But God said that it was all designed so that he could um, shape and form us. Um, And she believes that God is, um, is leading us to a place where we will be able to see now um and uh, she saw the sun rising and it was an amazing moment just with god in in, in, and a new dawn and and, and things that god is promising um so that was was quite beautiful um i wanted to play it to you guys the voice note but um my phone is up there um but it's it's a beautiful one then um at seven o'clock this morning uh was it audrey okay we're almost there just quickly stand and uh and just um, kick to the left and to the right and uh shake it all
4: around.
0: <laughs> oh, do the Hey,
2: <laughs> it's
0: coming to me now.
8: <laughs>
0: yay, I yeah, know listen uh, I can see we've got some um beautiful dancers here in our midst. Um, so guys be strong. Um, Okay, Audrey, a few practical things I've been praying through that I feel is relevant. We need to take God seriously about his promises and not deal with him lightly. If God's word can create the universe and complex life, why do we sometimes have a blasé attitude to God, God's word and promises? Do we not trust the messenger? Then we need to, in love and grace, help the messenger to grow in their um, gift. Or do we not trust God to do what he promised? While it is good to ask God what's on his heart and what's new on his heart, sometimes we need to stop and take stock of what he has said. If he gave us the warnings of corrections, we need to work through that until we have overcome it. Sometimes it's something that's dealt with immediately, but other times it may take some time. God can't trust us with big changes if we can't implement and stay faithful to the small, uncomfortable ones. The wider church can be reminded of um, God's promises for a specific season. The most um, relevant ones could be including um, in small group on top announcements, and we need to encourage each other to remind ourselves of God's promises and pray until the change happens in our lives so that we can apply to the whole body. I agree with Isaiah 55. We need to realize how thirsty we really are and how much better God's word. His promises and his nourishment are, but after that in verse six, we need to seek the Lord while he's near. We have seen revelation that God closes down churches in the end times who don't do this. This is um, not to cultivate fear, but rather urgency. It's um, it's beautiful. I, I want to talk about it just now. Um, the Great Commission, Matthew twenty eight, eighteen twenty. We know the beginning part very well, but Matthew ends with, "Lo, I am with you always, to the end of the age." God being with us as a church is almost a condition of us going out and making disciples. If we feel that we are missing God, we need to first ask how much um, we are going. John 1 verse 19, 34 and 3, 22 to to 36. John the Baptist was given a mission, a ministry, to prepare the way for the Lord. This already came to fruition in the beginning of Jesus' ministry years. Technically, he could have stopped, kicked back and relaxed. His job in his eyes was done. However, he didn't stop. Later, we see him baptizing not far from where Jesus was busy. Then uh, I can see the teacher is at work here. eh? Mm -hmm. Um, John the Baptist knew that he could only stop once God told him to. How often do we um, see a job done or season pass in church, except that we can write it off as completed and move on, look for something new instead of asking God whether this is a completed task? Before assuming, deciding for ourselves that a season comes to an end, how often do we sit down and take stock of what we have achieved? Mm. What we need to um, still achieve and whether God is happy with what we have managed. I feel an urgency to look back and pick up the tasks we easily um, abandoned in hope that next season will hold something more exciting, Mm. important. Okay. And then um, from eight to nine, Okay, good, Nigel.
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I am. I also had to repent. I started praying because I slept through my original slot, which was five to six. (laughs) 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 Um, Thankfully, another slot was And it was really simple, I just felt that it was like a summing up, because I I read through a lot of what everybody's... and I prayed before, and it it covered so much, and it was uh, yeah, just amazing revelation and confirmation of what God has been saying to us over this season. Um, But yeah, basically, it was around Philippians 4.13, and that has been mentioned before that we can do nothing of any significance in our own strength but in him through him and by the power of his might we can accomplish all things he has commanded and equipped us to do and that applies to all aspects including discipleship leadership church planting reaching the community and the nations Mm. Um, and that was like a confirmation of the church vision you know the Mm -hmm. things that we we cover and the things that we've Put forward and we represent that represent Shofar. And I just really feel like what he's saying that you know we can rest in him and trust in him. Yeah. And that what we whatever we accomplish, it will be through him and not through our own works and striving. Yeah. You know and the strength and like the strength that um Serena has been talking about that relates to this. The strength that about being strong and courageous, that's about being strong in Christ, not, ourselves, not mm. in ourselves. So the strength and courage that we need is through our relationship with God. So mm. yeah, we just need to Amen. Amen.
4: Amen.
0: Amen. Thanks, Nige. Uh, okay, I'm just going to end off. Uh, let me just see what's the time. Forty. So um, we're not. Um, I'm not going to spend too much time. I actually had a sermon prepared, but we're not going to get to that now. But uh, I just want to ask the worship team to quickly come to the front. We're going to end off in um, just prayer and worship. I've been so blessed that all of us, you know, just stepped up and trust God to speak to us. Um, It's amazing to hear these words. Uh, Let it really change us, let it allow you know, God's um, changes to, to really um, penetrate our hearts and, and lives. Um, I just want to read, can you all stand just quickly? Um, because I need you to be awake for this last bit. Um, as we go into worship, I just want to read what God has given me um, as part of of whatever, um, it's just a confirmation of what God, God has said to all of us. um I just prayed into the word received tonight by Joshua generation that will go into the promised land and said to all the congregation of people of Israel, the land which we passed through to spy out as an exceedingly good land. This is Numbers 14, verse 7 to 9. If the Lord delights in us, he will bring us. And this is the two spies that came back, okay, um, that of the 12 spies that went, only the two gave good report. Um, You will bring us into the land and give it to us, a land that flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord and do not fear the people of the land for they are bread for us. Their protection is removed from them and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. Um, And I I just want to end off this morning because I believe God is wanting to speak to our unbelief um, in what he wants to do in our midst. Um, I really... um, the picture that i see is maybe i should first read um, the rest uh, numbers 14 verse 7 to our uh, numbers 14 37 to 38 uh, i believe god is telling us to decide if we want to possess his promise for us i believe also he's saying the same to the wider body in the uk only joshua and caleb and the little ones those who choose to believe and not get stuck in egypt will march forward and this is important one i think uh, said it about the churches and the lamps somebody was it malcolm Mm -hmm. i think it was malcolm um, that shared that as well although it's an awesome time that we are going in and i I really believe god wants to do special things um in our midst and in the wider church um, in the uk as well but uh, one thing that i do know it comes with a price if you if you're not willing to be obedient and um, and verse uh, 37 says the men who brought up a bad report died by plague before the lord of those men of um, who went to spy out the land only joshua the son of Nun and caleb the son of um, whatever remained alive um verse 31 but you little ones who you said would become a prey i will bring in and they shall know the land that you have rejected so it's the young ones Mm -hmm you know, the, the new generation, those who are willing to uh, put Egypt behind them and uh, the wilderness behind them and not take it to the, to, to the promised land. And I, I believe there's stuff like um, uh, Audrey said as well, there's stuff that we must now get rid of. Okay, the excuses are, um, are uh, not going to work in this season. I really believe God is challenging us and saying to us, are you going to be like Joshua that sees what I'm seeing And moving where i'm moving um because you don't want to be left behind and and i i mean we don't we know god is not um pressurizing us with fear and but i'm telling you i want to be on god's (laughs) boat you know i want to be on god's plan and purpose and agenda so so let's trust god to um to to lead us in this time um and it says here in in verse um Um verse 31 uh, th- uh, numbers 20, verse 13. These are the, the waters of Meribah where the people of Israel quarreled with the Lord, and through them he showed himself holy. Um you know this is actually a very difficult word because um he showed himself holy by by doing um uh something terrible. <laughs> He actually um, let all those who didn't believe stay behind. And he showed himself holy in the fact that he said, listen, okay, so let's get focused here. Do you want to go into the promised land or not? You know, you're stiff-necked people, people that don't want to believe and don't want to trust me to, to take you. And so, um, so the word that I just felt God is saying to us is, um, is to focus and be obedient and to get rid of stuff and to trust in him and to, uh, to not quarrel about what's wrong. And, and, and this is actually in the context, and I wanted to, to speak a lot about it this morning, but in the context of a people that really rebelled to, at, um, uh, to, to God's ways at that time, can't we go back to Egypt? Can't we just go and do whatever was safe? <laughs> you know? And, and, and you, you actually feel for them. You feel for them because here in the midst, even to them it said, you are not going to the promised land um you know you will die and your your children will go after going through all of this hardship and now they rebel and god actually swallows some of them into the ground because they are rebellious towards their leaders and all kinds of stuff but for me you know those threats are not the issue the issue is the the choice that god is putting before us in saying listen i want you to get into the promised land (laughs) from the beginning my will was not for you to stay in the wilderness my will was never for you to suffer in Egypt. I actually I took you to, uh, to Egypt to, to, to care for you, to look after you, to, to feed you in a time of drought. Um, but I want you to, um, to trust me and to step out and to do the things that I've, um, I have in store for you. And you know what was sad for me at the end of this story is to read that both Aaron and um, Moses was disqualified. And it says there, and I don't have time now to go into it. It says, because of their unbelief, Moses hit the rock out of frustration, because he himself so many times fought for the people, and he fought for you know for God not to act on them, um, and he asked God, God, please don't kill them. He's the one who said to Aaron, run with the scepter, you know, and and um, um, and the burning incense to um, to not. Um, kill the so that god will not take his wrath out on the people he was the one that always tried to and now he gets frustrated um, because of god fulfilling his will after all and saying okay <laughs> let's let's leave those who have egypt in them rather behind and let's take joshua and the guys who who actually see what i'm seeing um and and all that i'm saying this morning i don't have an interpretation of this so please don't don't read anything into it, but to be in step with where God is going, And to be at a place where you position yourself and say, God, I want to not miss you a bit. I want to be so obedient that I will go all the way. I believe God wanted Moses in the promised land. He promised that to Moses. (laughs) Um, And yet the last hurdle, you know he couldn't go past. And Moses, you know, is 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 in heaven today. I, I'm sure of that. Um, but uh, what I can um, say to you is, um, let's not miss the last hurdle. Let's not, you know, let's press in and find what God has in store for us. Let's um, let's do what God has. Um, in store for us in this life, <laughs> Amen. And um, and I believe for each one of us, I can see how God is growing you, how God is taking you from strength to strength. Don't lose heart. Um, you know, abide in God and allow Him to really um, strengthen you at this time. So let's let's do one song and um, at least one song. If you need to go, please. Nobody is um, is uh, forced to stay, but. If at least you know you can stay for for one song and, um, and just allow God to speak to you I know it's a long morning and it's a lot of information and everything but um, let's slow down and listen to to God and just allow these things to sink in, the conviction to start to happen so that change can can happen. Amen. amen Okay God loves us so much. Father we. In this place, we've chosen to put you first.